The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to High Tea with Carlos Dillwell, a current affairs and pop culture panel discussion series focusing on black women's issues. Starring Carlos Dillwell, featuring Tamara Anderson, with Coco Elysis, and Nicola Blaze. Here's your MC, Carlos Dillwell. Welcome to High Tea with Carlos Stillwell. God, I don't even know my own name. Exclusively on poppychuloradio.com. Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Monday, November 21st, 2016. And I am your host, Carla Stillwell. Welcome to High Tea. This is the You Motherfucking Saltine Americans Fucked Up edition. Uh, Come on in, have a seat at my table while we um, try to digest what the fuck happened in America. Uh, Let me introduce my esteemed colleagues who are at my table ready and willing to talk about things with me. Tamara Anderson. Hello. Uh, Coco (laughs) Ulysses, Ulysses. The first Esquire. You know, know, Ulysses is my papi's name. My daddy's name is not my name. My name is Ulysses. Ulysses. Carla. 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 (laughs) You're not listening to me. You listen to me. No, no, no. Linda. 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 No. No. No, listen to me. (laughs) Ulysses. And my sweet. And always good, the best pupil in class, Michaela Blaze. Hello, everyone. Why does she get to be the best in class? I don't know. Hey, hater. 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 Yeah. I'm going to just do this a little bit. It's because she got English blood. I know. I know. I see you, Carla. I don't know. Because it's because she's more light skinned than me. (laughs) <laughs> oh, y'all same light skin. Actually, uh, butters, cocoa, right? First, right? Not son, not son. But before we begin, okay. let our announcer, um, <laughs> let's hear our announcer with a few reminders of how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR. Hi, T. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stillwell and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. So, 
as we get settled in, since um, after the election, I was um, infirmed, so we did not tape our podcast. <sighs> so, a lot of people are writing a lot of things about what happened when Boris and Natasha were elected. <laughs> and they're out here trying to get Moose and Squirrel. Um... But one of the things that, um, one of my favorite things that happened um, in literature is the New York, um, the New Yorker uh, published a series of articles written by, I think, 15 writers um, from all walks and um all pretty well known jeff tube jeffrey tubin is one i can think of off the top of my head there were others and they were all brilliant but if you, anybody who knows me knows that tony morrison is my spirit animal and um she wrote <laughs> a piece called mourning um m-o-u-r-n-i-n-g of whiteness and I just want to read to you guys uh, two of the paragraphs from that. They're closer to the beginning, but please go on the NewYorker.com. Um, it's 16 writers, actually, that wrote about Trump's America. So go look for that. It just um, dropped today. And it's brilliant if you have some time. Anyways, she says... In order to limit the possibility of the untenable change and restore whiteness to its former status as a maker of national identity, a number of white Americans are sacrificing themselves. They have begun to do things they clearly don't really want to be doing, and to do so, they are, one, abandoning their sense of human dignity, and two, risking the appearance of cowardice much their behavior and know full well how craven it is. They are willing to kill small children attending Sunday school and slaughter churchgoers who invite a white boy to pray. Embarrassing as the obvious display of cowardice must be, they are willing to set fire to churches and to start firing, firing in them while the members are at prayer. And shameful as such demonstrations of weakness are, they are willing to shoot black children in the street to keep alive the perception of white superiority. These white Americans tuck their heads under cone-shaped hats and American flags and deny themselves the dignity of face-to-face -face confrontation, training their guns on the unarmed, the innocent, the scared on subjects who are running away, exposing their unthreatening backs to bullets. Surely shooting a fleeing man in the back hurts the presumption of white strength. The sad plight of grown white men crouching beneath their better selves to slaughter the innocent during traffic stops, to push black women's face in the dirt, to cuff black children. Only the frightened would do that, right? So that's Mother Mother Morrison right there. <sighs> Boom. She went hard. Mm. Yeah. You 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 mm. must if you haven't already, you must read the whole her whole um writing. It's brilliant. Just 
brilliant. So this motherfucker is the president elect. Making America great. Mm-hmm. Um, so making SNL great. Alec Baldwin is about <laughs> to get paid like a motherfucker. Right. And now Kate McKinnon is playing um what's her name? The, the <gasps> and she's so traumatized. She's so she's having the time machine. You need anything? You need anything, Kate? A time machine? A time uh, machine. Kellyanne Conway, that's her name. Right. <laughs> anything bothering you, Kellyanne? This whole thing is bothering me. This whole thing. Whole thing. <laughs> oh, it's great. Uh it's great. Uh you have to laugh to keep from crying. So um, I don't even want to say this man's name. I fucking hate him, man. Uh, some of his nominees. Uh, Giuliani. Steve Bannon. Uh, Newt Gingrich. Uh, Jeff Sessions. Do <laughs> we see a pattern? I'm throwing it out there for y'all. Your thoughts? Uh, it's mighty white, um, but I, you know, it's you know, didn't that one football coach say they are who we thought they were? You know, like this. There's no surprises here. He said what he was going to do, and he's bringing on his whole team to back him up, and you know, helping his white nationalist agenda, and every single person on his team reflects everything he said. I think, which I think is great because I think after the election, people started to be like, oh, he was just saying that stuff to get attention and to try to garner votes. And, you know, he's not really gonna be like that. He doesn't really care. He's a millionaire. What does he care? He doesn't care about um, all of these issues, really. He just, he just was, you know, trying to get attention. And here we are. And it's not just that he wanted attention. It's that he wants to um, run the world with a bunch of racists in tow. So. There it is. He, the hero. Mm-hmm. I have nothing else to add. Again, tomorrow, <laughs> you are my, I mean, um, Michaela, you are my star pupil. And you did oh, an A. Goodness. Nah. Boom. Oh. That that was a smooth nine on that essay question. Ninety-nine. It's like mm, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I take off points for hating. You are the two. Oh, oh you can t- you can take all my little points for hating. I don't even care. You want extra points? I got a little more hate to throw. Get them take them points. <laughs> You're going to take me right on down to a C minus because I know in my spirit I'm an A student. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, you have to laugh to keep from crying. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like Kellyanne. Be like, oh, can I get a time machine? Go back to the beginning of this where we were giving out A's. I know we were getting grades. I'd have oh, done God. real homework. Oh my okay. God. No, I have to tell you all for real. Um, so election night, I, you know, I had surgery election day. So I, I started, you know, my, my gay husband was here taking care of me. 
he turned on CNN before I told him, you can just leave the hospital because I won't be awake. And um, about 8.30, I saw what was happening and I was high. And I decided that I was not going to blow my good morphine high because you only get those once in a blue moon when you have surgery. So I said, I'm not going to blow this good morphine high on this election. So I turned on Say Yes to the Dress Quinceanera. Wow. And that is what I watched. You went left. Yes. Because I couldn't do it. And then my nurses, I was at UIC, uh, University of Illinois, Chicago. But the listeners who um, are not familiar, it is a teaching hospital here uh, uh, connected to university. And literally 98% of the staff is immigrant. Um, and it's beautiful. That's one of the reasons I love it there. Everybody's from all over the world and they're lovely. My nurses were threatening to go back home. My doctors were calling their mothers to see if they could get yeah, what plane tickets were and flights. Like people were trying to leave while I was in the hospital. So that's my experience with this foolishness. <sighs> There's some real tangible fear in the immigrant community now, though, like yes. from kids not understanding and be, being afraid of having their parents ripped out of their houses. Um, uh, Jose Rico, who used to be in the White House um, as a education secretary for immigrant issues um mm -hmm. he got a call and they're you know trying to come up with curriculum right now just to sort of explain to people the situation make sure that they understand um uh what's happening right now um and and make sure that they have access to the different services immigration services that are available um and just you know to sort of not panic and and, and even just it starts with just everybody calm down, right? Make sure your mm -hmm. kids know they're safe and that they're loved and that, um, you know, the next day there aren't just hit squads running through Little Village ripping um, Mexicans off the street. So, um, but there's some real, there's some real, real tangible um, issues and fears out there. Yeah. All over the oh yeah, they. I mean, their their progressive mayors are actually pushing. I know in Philadelphia they're pushing quickly to um forward their sanctuary policy because well of this yeah um Ron you know here, here in chicago he he announced that we're a sanctuary city and yeah there's a lot of people who are making those announcements but i mean the thing is that i've had real students my russian students my polish students um all of my students who are basically one step away from illegal status because they are they like they just got here um mm -hmm. They were in tears. They're still in tears. They're still weeping. They're still very uncomfortable. Because this is not America. This is not American. These are not our values. And it is very difficult. I walk a fine line between being black and oppressed and being a patriot. As I think most black people do. And one of the things that has kept black people resilient over these 400 years of oppression is the fact that we are a hopeful people and we actually believe in the tenets of the constitution. And we believe that this nation is a nation where you can be free 
We believe that it is possible. We believe that is what was intended. And we buy into this wholeheartedly. I have bought into it. This is not American. This is fascism. This is gross. It is disgusting. It's not, it, it, it's not our nation. It's not what we are. It's an open border nation. I bought into it. I bought into it till you know I got to college, and then I, I went and got a refund. I asked for my money back, and <laughs> I didn't even have the box anymore. I did not have the receipt. I just wanted my damn money back. I had to pitch a fit in the store. I I feel like um, I think that's a guiding light, but I think there's some real issues with if we're if we're there. So I. Yes, hopeful. Yes, I believe in the But dream. we are not there. I don't I don't I don't want anybody to think that I believe that we are there. I believe right. that's what we're supposed to be. Right. Yeah, I but believe- I also feel like I feel like the election though too also demonstrated I think for the the cheap seats who always want to pretend that it doesn't is that every decision, every decision in this country since people landed on Plymouth Rock has been based upon economic stability and economic stability has been based upon class and race yes and identity it always has it's just the fact that now nobody can argue with you anymore about it nobody can be in class and stand up and say what do you mean we're in a post-racial united (laughs) no 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 because this election showed people what america is deep in its dna yes deep in its DNA that has always been percolating right at the surface because the minute the announcement was made every racist part of the any city that had been waiting to be celebrated and just come out of its shell was like woohoo okay you know I mean when your child comes into your room the morning after the election and wakes you up with a blood curdling scream saying he's going to kill us. He's going to kill us all. That's what I woke up to the next day. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Because the chill because the children believe that. The children are terrified. Terrified. I mean, she was like laid low. Like, well, I mean, we got a passport. Mommy, you can um you can work in London. You can do such and such. We it was like a plan. Like she like like why why are we staying here? What are we doing? I've never. I mean, I've we've been in some very scary situations. I've never seen that type of fear come from my child from her core like it did that next day. It's so gross. Well, I don't I don't know if it's okay. So that day, I was on Facebook and I was watching a video. And then, you know how the one video rolls into the next video. So I ended up watching, like, I don't know, an hour and a half of Malcolm X. And Malcolm really got me prepared for the loss, to be honest with you. <laughs> he was, he, oh. all the issues that he was talking about are still, oh, he's I mean. quite prophetic today. Yeah. He was, and and a, you, it hasn't changed. And, and James Baldwin after leader, after leader, after hope after change, after all of these things that we have tried to um, 
to pull off through our political leaders in a lot of ways, the black community hasn't changed at all. I mean, the the Republican message of why you keep voting Democrat, look what what have they done for you? It, it resonates. It makes sense. Oh, it's a yeah. good, like, mm-hmm. It is a quality. I mean, and, and Matthew Countryman, yeah. And Matthew Countryman says it best and up from and um uh in his book that he wrote. He's like, You laws don't change people's hearts. We we have fought very hard to have the laws in place. We just have not fought very hard to get rid of the passive uh, of the passive aggressive um, uh, racial coding. Because passive racial coding, sixty percent of our population is very comfortable with. No matter what. Well, here's the thing. I've I've made a personal decision. I made it during this election cycle, and I was right. And I'm going to continue to do it. Part of the problem is we people of color. I won't speak for all people of color. I'll speak for black people because I know black people. I am a black person and I get it. One of the things we have tried to do is do the kumbaya. It's It'll be okay. Let me let me soft pedal. Let me not talk about race because I don't want to, you know, offend. I don't want I I don't want to upset these people who are being kind to me that are white. They're not racist. Let's not have the discussion. Time out for that. Time out for it. I'm over it. This country, this shit did not happen because of any other reason than racism. Period. It's no such thing as xenophobia. These motherfuckers ain't scared. They hate you. There's no such thing as homophobia. They ain't scared of no homosexuals. They hate them. Mm. Let's stop. I'm done with the, well, you know, you're not racist. You don't have to be racist if you're a Trump supporter. Many people have written this over the last two weeks, and I'm going to say it on this show. If you voted for the man, you voted for an agenda of racism. There, henceforth, you are a racist. Mm -hmm. There is nothing about the way that campaign was run that let me believe anything other than racism and bigotry would be guiding the day if he won. Yeah. And you neither. So you can say, well, no, I don't trust Hillary. The emails. No, it was about economics. No, it was this. No, motherfucker. You're a racist, a sheet wearing fucking racist. And I don't even buy into the passive shit about, well, you might not be racist, but you accept racism. No, you motherfuckers are racist ass swastika using motherfuckers and I don't care what you think about yourself because you never called nobody the net the n-word right right no it's about economics it's about um foreign policy please it's all about it's about and it's all but and, and that's about holding on to to the corner the corner of everything right because mm. even during Shay's rebellion, when poor blacks, when when slaves and poor whites fought together against landowners, mm. landowners said, "Oh, okay, we gotta give these poor whites a little bit of the pie. Maybe we'll give them a little nugget, because they're they're combining forces 
with like individuals, which was the power of Fred Hammond, which is why he had to go. He was out there right. in the Appalachia Mountains in West Virginia organizing people along a common thread. And you had police officers literally give testament that, yes, this was a gun showdown in his house. So right. when you are literally every example of that, you had Malcolm. Malcolm, James Baldwin said it best in his essay, um, I'm Not a Nigger. You have to ask yourself, in his essay, he says, I quote, you have to ask the American people, why do they call you that? Because that will be the future of America once that answer is said. Mm. And I'm not that. And he said that in 1958. And we yeah. are in 2016. And it's the same thing. Yeah. What, what we forget too, you know, is that Dr. King also, but when he was assassinated, he had he had started to move forward to workers' equality, to equal pay. Well, he and and he was also against out. that big old war that everybody wanted him not to speak out against, and it became and, a, he turned around. Mm -hmm. But one of the things he was doing that was that I believe was the straw for um, the people to that murdered him was he was reaching across the aisle to poor white farmers. And poor white yep. people saying, look, this shit is fucked up for you, too. Don't buy that um, just because you ain't an N-word shit. That, that, don't you get, that, that you safe. Look at your conditions. Yeah. So every time we get to that point in history where somebody's like, wait a minute. This is about the color is green, my, my dudes. Right. You giving babies Mountain Dew in some of these, in some of these coal mine cities. They they're call them. So, they call it do mouth. It's a. It's a oh, word for it. Mouth yes. Oh my gosh. They are terrible. so. They are so malnourished. One of them had a scholarship to play football, but when he left out from his little region of Kentucky to go play, he was so much smaller than the other major college players because he had been malnourished. Like he was just not as large. But well, let's, I, let's and, I thought, and I thought that we were the only ones suffering from malnutrition with the blue juice and red juice and the hot crunchy curls. Wow. No, it's a poor, it's a poor person issue. But let's also not forget how the Democratic Party just epically failed. Okay. Yes. So um the the racist, nationalists, white supremacists, KKK, clan wearing, they got their dude out there and he was engaging and he said all the nasty shit they wanted them to say they had their beacon of hope right and the 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 response to it was miss you know i don't want to hang out with her on the schoolyard right and and not only that but there were so many missteps in her campaign she um okay her running mate he was i mean she knew she lacked charisma she knew she lacked some some affinity to that that those Bernie um, those Bernie folks who are still pissed because she stole the nomination and I mean we can even we can go into that too, but the Democratic Party gave it to her because it was her turn, not because she was the most popular, not because she was the most viable candidate. They gave it to her because the Clintons are big shit in the party and it was her turn. So after they piss off all those Bernie supporters, she goes and gets the most boring dude in the world. There's nothing interesting about this guy. 
And she could have, there were so many places where she could have really come out. When I went to see her and I was like, come on, Hillary, give it to me. You know, I, she was on 30, 43rd and King Drive. It was the all black audience. And she did, I, I, like, she was late. I was there for a long time. You know, the expectation, like, I was so excited and curious to me. Really sell me on you, because I'm not, I'm not so much feeling you, but I got you, right? So she comes out, and she drags out one mother after another who had lost a child to violence. So um, it was the parade of dead Negroes. So... And then the, the conclusion of her of this of this um, wonderful event was, do you hate dead Negroes? So do I. Vote for me. So if you if that's your message, if that's all you've got to offer to black people, then don't be surprised when they don't show up. And that's really what happened. He motivated his people, but she did not motivate her people at all. The the, the Dems, the the like the swing folks who kind of go in between parties and sort of, you know, those white folks who voted for um, Obama. Um, all here's, over the here's, here's the thing with that. The Democrats have been making this mistake for 50 years. Mm. Democrats always believe that reason is going to win out over emotion. Barack Obama and Bill Clinton just happened to be reasonable men that could charge emotions we got lucky what they the were democrats, charismatic they were crazy charismatic and they won the day because because oh, they can tap into a gut emotion these right, but democrats as a whole the center that we're not even talking about left and right you're talking about like the the left and right of the center like right. democrats right. have gone far from whatever what their original agenda was since you know they became what they became during uh fdr's run you know when they when they really that's that was the first time you have like that democratic platform that we have been building on ever since the thing is is at this point you are not dealing with people who don't read anymore people read people are very aware this election was lackluster on a lot of different fronts Less mm. than half of the of the of, of of registered voters even participated. Most people don't do that in presidential elections. Even with presidents, they don't care about. They do that in local elections. You know, maybe half of your city votes for the mayor, maybe a third. We all get that. But the national election, people stayed home. They made yep. no decision. Fifty yep. percent of registered voters sat at home. So then you and just said, split the vote down. They didn't like either fucking. one of them, those people. They didn't like either one of them, right? Right. They said, well, forget it. And a lot of it has to do with is, I really, this is my thing. If Hillary had won, I think many of us would have still been like under this Obama and Clinton thing. Like, okay, they're going to make some changes. Fine. This election forces people off of their asses to really call their elected officials to into account for every little decision they make. Because I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of poor decisions that were made in that last, in President Obama's, you know, eight years. It Amen. did not deal with poverty. It did not deal with education. It didn't deal with the constructs that would have made this country. Like, what did the guy say? If you're going to keep saying America is great, 
make sure half the country believes you because they might not feel that way right now we have to keep it moving um i Dang. i have so many more so, questions but yes please um, we, because this this we will not talk about anything else and i mean <laughs> but really we're not going to talk about anything else but we need to talk about some more aspects so cnn um just announced that this fucking bumblefuck has um thrown out his first hundred day agenda mm-hmm. he promises to withdraw from the negotiations on the trans-pacific partnership deal cancel environmental restrictions put in place by barack obama Mm-hmm. Ask the national security team to buttress against infrastructure attacks. Have the Labor Department investigate federal worker visas and impose broad bans on lobbying by government employees. The six items Trump detailed today are uh, somewhat easy lifts for him because they only require his signature and no negotiations. Um, but, um, he left out some of his campaign promises. He is not talking about the border wall. He is not talking about forced deportation, um, and placing restrictions on Muslims. Um, and he is not talking about the repealing of Obamacare. And he is not talking about the $100 trillion he promised for infrastructure. So, that's that. I still think, I mean, if you look at that 100-day plan, there's a couple of other things that you. I think we have to be on alert of. I mean, you understand the prison industrial complex. You have, there's a, a line item. It's not just a wall. But what he also wanted to do was um, two-year <clears throat> mandatory sentence for the first violation and five-year mandatory sentence for the second violation of coming into the country without the correct paperwork. So when when they're saying all this mass deportation, they're not deporting them. They're rounding them up and holding them in prison camps. And, yes. and we all know that, that that'll be federally funded money that will... Um, A, they're going to be treated horribly, and they all already are the ones that are in detention camps. Um, but B, these are federally funded programs where these prison companies make a ton of money. Um, C, I, I wonder if all those folks that are like, get those immigrants out of here, really understand that they're not actually going anywhere, that taxpayers are actually going to pay to support them. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting sort of they're, they're not going anywhere we're not dropping them off anywhere so and so there's and that what i want people to understand about the quote end quote immigrants is they're not your problem mm. these people are not your problem they're not taking any food out of your mouth they're not taking any jobs away from you they're actually paying taxes so they're right. actually helping our nation grow financially they're taking taxes and they're not collecting any of the social security benefits none of the social security benefits 
They get nothing and they contribute to the bottom line. Their taxes are what's helping keep your schools open. Their taxes are what's helping pay into social services. Not Donald Trump and his friends because them motherfuckers ain't paying no tax. Word. Their taxes, the immigrant taxes are what's helping pay for our armed forces. Not the Trumpets because those motherfuckers ain't paying no tax. Now, I have to say something about about that. Now, it depends on what what type of status an immigrant has. If they are undocumented, um, and I'm speaking from experience of being married to an immigrant who was not legal, Mm -hmm. um, is that until you get that paperwork, until you get that, that green card, that you don't have a social security number, you are getting paid cash money and... You are not paying taxes. But yes, you are paying taxes. Anytime you buy something at the store, you're paying oh, okay. taxes. Oh, so you're referring yeah, to like, those kind of taxes. Okay. Like, though, and those are the taxes that support our local government. They are paying they are paying taxes on everything they purchase. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's and there's, there's tons of people running around with fake social security numbers and stuff. And they are paying taxes. But I mean, mm-hmm. I can name names, but I don't want them to be deported. So I don't want them to be deported because they're <laughs> no, I don't want them to be deported too. I'm not. Like, I'm not trying stupid. to advocate for deporting them. No, I, I, but I understand you were trying to clear, you know, clear that up. Yeah. And no, right. they're not paying federal taxes, but they are paying state taxes. Every time you buy something, every time they buy a pack of cigarettes or a, a fifth of, of fucking vodka. They're paying a tax that helps support the nation. I I know a, a number of people. Well, I would say five off the top of my head. And they they all have regular jobs with regular paychecks through ADP. They're paying tax. Um, but I, one other thing that or two other things. Um, he also wants to increase police spending to dismantle <sighs> criminal gangs. And I don't, you know. From what I understand, living here in Chicago, the, the gangs have been decimated already. All we got is a bunch of yahoos running around with guns, claiming sets. But I mean, there's no, there's no real organized gang. No. Yeah, this ain't New Jack City anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that means just lots of police um, with the um, goals of just going around cracking heads. So that's to be concerned about. He also wants to restore the military, um, which I'm assuming means buying lots of weapons and stuff, not actually improving the pay for grunts, you know, your regular soldier type folks. But um, that's something that we should actually think about because Russia is definitely thinking about that because they've built up all their stores and they've made friends with all the people who don't like us. But that's a whole different I get story. it, but I mean, the whole I'm so scared of Russia thing is so like 19. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, it actually is not because we're not paying attention. So I'm going to have to really correct you on that for this two minutes. Putin basically okay. does not. Okay. But the president right now is in is trying to read, not trying. He has about 65 percent rebuilt the, the, the USSR as we used to know it from 1970. It's not better because he didn't come from any sort of political family. He came from poverty. Yeah, he's, he he's, came from he's the KG, mobs. He's KGB. Yeah, he came from the mobs that basically run from from Russia. And so he's, we he's, might yeah, not. Putin is a dangerous motherfucker. 
Like, right. And he, and, and he's something, and he, and he's something that, and he's something that we haven't really talked about. We don't talk about him a lot in our, our news, which he loves. Um, but we don't, and we don't engage in him in a lot of political conversation. So I'm not saying the military is not prepared. What I'm saying is as a country, do not underestimate or think this is business as usual with Russia. They have been preparing for this. He wants this. He wants but Russia to be what? exactly what it used to be. Yes, he wants. It's not just. Russia it's not, and it's so. It's not just for you to like for somebody to say, "Oh, to be scared of Russia is da da da." That's what he wants you to say because that's what. Because understand, he's a unique individual. Most people who've been president of Russia were meant to be president of Russia. He came from very humble beginnings. He's just like this fucking fascist. Step. He's like this fucking fascist we have, but he's smart. No, I, but he's yes. intelligent. And he yep. understands politics. But the same grassroots movement that over that um voted for Brexit, the mm -hmm. same motherfucking yep. racist racists yep. that voted for Trump are the same motherfucking uh, uh, Heil Hitler Nazis that are running motherfucking Russia right now. And look what the Irish senator said in that video. Oh yeah, he said you tired of, of fat. Like, like he's like, come on, really? We're not going to talk um, about the fasces. I mean, he it's, is. It's so ridiculous. you do you think Russia's coming for us? Hell oh, yeah, yeah. And they're in they bed are. with North Korea. Yeah, yeah, they are and making. They're in bed with North Korea. I'm telling you, you have down. to read. You have to read. I mean, maybe because okay, so I read Russian newspapers because I'm a nerd. It is not. It's for real. Like, this is for real. Fuck ISIS, because this is an actual country with infrastructure. Right, like North ISIS is, a country is like... With infrastructure. Yeah, ISIS is like masses, is like, is like mass... Uh, th th understand, every time we do drone attacks, Putin goes to those countries and he friends them. Because we don't do the after stuff with drone attacks. We don't go to the countries and say, I'm sorry, we accidentally killed 30 children. We don't do that well. So we leave a lot of people very angry and very confused and very upset. The United States has never been good with that. The only problem is we didn't really have to be good with that because we were so focused on, you know, we're so focused on terrorism and all this other stuff that we like, these buzzwords like to use. But while we were doing that, Russia has been rebuilding its stores. Now understand, when we mm -hmm. were at war with Russia before, everybody didn't have nuclear arms. Everybody got them now. So this is a fair fight. This is a different fight. And, and, and if we're not thing, ready for that, then it's going to be we, bad. We as Americans buy into propaganda that is dangerous. So you get this propaganda from our um, news organizations. The Russians only have this one steamer. They only have this one flight ship. Their army is depleted. Blah, blah, blah. That's cute. And all that may be true. But who are they sleeping with? Right. Because it and don't I, and take... I, and, because right. this, is, this is what happened in World War II. The Germans and the Italians and the Japanese all got in bed together and had a nice little circle jerk and started and came for us and our allies. And they still and didn't have like the they and they still didn't have the power that we have now. Everybody has the science got nukes. Everybody and has got nukes. the ability to build what they need. 
we no longer have uh we no longer have a chessboard a corner in the universe of having the only scientists that know how to make weapons of mass destruction and motherfuckers don't read the tea leaves from the past if you do not know your history you are doomed to repeat it Yep. Now I'm gonna tell I you, Cubanism is a very cyber stuff. I know they've been hacking into our stuff, and I know that they've been a part of that. And and obviously they've been rebuilding over the past few years. I don't see the benefit, but maybe it's just a, a dick swinging contest of attacking us. Well, it won't be such a, it won't be such an overt attack. It's about who are you pulling into your your coffers. Right. This is very deliberate. That's what I'm saying. Like right now, you're pulling people into your coffers. You're pulling countries into your coffers. More and more countries are becoming um, very. Uh, he's very charismatic, Putin is. So, I, he from pulled, what I heard, he was damn near like he's got some like As Asperger syndrome or something. He's. I think they. I mean, charismatic in terms of he doesn't give a shit about anything, right? And he also, but he also, he's able, he's able to like communicate the word of the peasants. That's what I'm saying. People who don't have anything, who have been destroyed, trust. Mm -hmm. them. And this that's is the, what it is. This is the same shit. Old white saltines all over the damn world are mad because they're dying out like the dinosaurs, and these fuckers are tapping into that angst. Mm -hmm. And we're all gonna die. So let's. <laughs> I mean, it's something to think about, you know. But it's no, like, it's, yeah. It's all, yeah. It's all I didn't mean to make it sound like I wasn't like it wasn't it's, relevant at all. But um, it's all it's all real. Like all of the threats right. are real. But a lot of people don't think it's not relevant, and that's the thing. That's what scares me is that we're not talking about it. So, mm -hmm. um, what else with this motherfucker? So we can move on to talk about the effects of this motherfucker. Um, Trump, told Melania, Trump told Melania, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to move over here to the White House right quick. What I need you to do is stay where you at. <laughs> right. Like, Don't what, come so over. what is this? Yeah, so this whole, I think he can get a lot of calls to, to the White House. But, he, but, you know. I had the same thought. So your dog, <laughs> Natasha... <laughs> And baby Bullwinkle are gonna be living, so she not gonna do no first lady shit at all. She just gonna be living at Trump Tower with being a parent, and well, your ass know, gonna be at the White House free balling. What you said, right. baby Bullwinkle? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, but she knows he's not. She's not made for TV. Yeah, I, I kind of get yeah. That baby Bullwinkle just really got me too. <laughs> let, <laughs> let, 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 let the Natasha Carla, don't talk about the baby. Listen, he like no. He, he looked like he was terrified when he was standing up here. Like, why they make me? Why they make me do this? Why am I standing <laughs> here? I just want to play my video game. Oh my god! It's people. They're tall. They're big. My they think my dad's an asshole. My mom's a whore. Why am like, I here? Like she, like so. This is this. This shit is happening now. Designers are starting to come out and say, "I won't even get that bitch no clothes." Like. Oh Oh, like we won't dress you, but you know, she did. Uh, okay. Sophia, Sophia Thelliot, she's a French designer. She was mm -hmm. like, I, and she dresses um, Michelle Obama often. And she was like, I won't even put clothes on that bitch back. And uh, I encourage anybody else with a soul to throw some holy water on their collections 
and not let them go over there to the demons. That's what these broads are saying. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Planned Parenthood just raised uh, $200,000 in Mike Pence's name because people <laughs> have made donations to Planned Parenthood in the name of Mike Pence. That shit cracked me up. Just in case um, you don't get no money, here's some. Here's some. And as soon as I get a free dollar, I'm sending mine too. <laughs> um, so that shit's going on. Boris settled his um, Trump University lawsuits for $25 million smooth. So he mm. didn't have to um, go to trial on the 28th. But he's still going for. He's still going. He still goes on December. Yeah, he has a case in December. Is that the rape or the molestation? December. Oh, yeah, that's December. Oh, let me sip the tea about the young woman, the twelve-year-old girl rape case. So that girl had gotten so many death threats that she has Mm. dropped the case Mm. because she's terrified. Hmm. Elizabeth Warren and the um, ACLU both sent out lovely hate mail to Boris (laughs) warning him motherfucker we see you the ACLU said do something please try it if you want to we have lawyers we have volunteer lawyers we have staff we are ready for you motherfucker try it Please. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Warren was like, I will never cooperate with you. Fuck you and all the little yous. So. (laughs) (laughs) What if Hillary had picked her as. (gasps) I just, I swear she should have been VP. And I hope she runs runs in 2020 because I love her. I Um, love Elizabeth Warren. And I think she would have pulled all those Bernie folks back in. Oh, she absolutely. Well, oh, yeah, definitely. But they, she have, still wouldn't have won though, because the country doesn't like to have a vagina for a president. But exactly, yeah. um, it wouldn't have been a closer race. But she wouldn't have won either. Mm. Um, the, the <laughs> Mike Mike Prick got booed at Hamilton. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> but he loved uh, the show. He loved the show though, even though he his boss. Was- Got elect, and they, told, they the the guy from the stage was like, "No booing, no booing. We just wanna, we just wanna share some thoughts." And it was real, but it was real casual. It was like, "Hey, just listen to everybody." I I can't believe there's just all this outrage about it. It was a very it, respectful. It was a very you respectful. Mother, Brandon, you that motherfucking saltine American stood up in President Obama's first State of the Union and screamed, "Liar!" After that, all bets is off. I'm throwing shoes if I see Donald Trump. Y'all just get my bail money together. If I see that motherfucker, I'm coming for him. Now look, if you get my bail shoes, money ready, if huh? you are going to throw shoes, you have to have that accuracy because that dude that threw that shoe at Bush, he was throwing that shit. Was throwing a jab. That was, he was so like, funny. Whoosh. Whatever though, I think Bush had some cat-like reflexes that we weren't ready for. No, like, I wasn't oh, ready yeah. for Bush to get low like that. He was like, oh, see, he was laughing in the beginning, like, damn, that motherfucker. You can like, tell, he you can tell he chased armadillos. He like our, you can tell he chased armadillos in the desert. He was like this. What? Nope. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm I can dodge you. beer bottles and this. It reminded, it reminded me 
of like I had cat like reflexes because I my my father was prone to the mouth shot. Like you know you'd be talking and then I don't really want to pop and just you know. But by the time I was thirteen, I could I could duck a mouth shot in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? I could I could get my head out the way um, before it. You know, you know, the lips start pulsating with a mouth shot. So. Let me tell you something. That's how my mama, the last whooping I got, my mama jammed her fingers on the wall because I got low. She was coming. She was, I mean, it was it was a, a, a boondock slap. It was a cartoon right. slap. And I, I was like, like granddad. Gonna, I was Ooh. like, oh, you are not going to hit me like that on this day in black history. So I done. <laughs> <laughs> you ducked like Riley. You were like I was this. Like, <laughs> she damn pulled her fingers. Uh, she was like the, the little bitch got too quick. I can't hit her no more. I was like, <laughs> nope, not today. But I'm telling y'all right now. You know, I know, the Secret Service can call me and ask any questions you want. I'm not being respectful. And here's I'm gonna say this last thing, and then I want to talk because I want to talk about this shit that's going on post Trump Trumpmatic this Trumpmatic episode we're in as a nation mm-hmm. um I lost my train of thought I was mad <laughs> <laughs> um mouth I, I was mad um uh, ducking mouth shots mouth shots ducking your mom um, not to say a Negro history, which oh, I love shit. that. I'm, I'm... Mm. Okay, I, I hope it comes back to me. We gotta move on. I honestly got it. I'm I'm my blood sugar low. Y'all know I ain't getting no more than six, seven hundred calories a day. It's just too much. Mm. Woo, too. The finger sandwiches. Woo, woo. So, um, the racism. The overt racism. Since the election, there have been 457 reported hate crimes nationwide. According to the Southern Law Center. Yes. 457 motherfuckers that got outside their body. Mm. I wish a motherfucker would. Right. That's been reported. that's been reported because you know a lot mm-hmm. of people tried to walk it off and speaking of walk it off like i bumped into somebody downtown and now i feel like like did that motherfucker just hit me like even i'm on edge right you know like <laughs> he may have just bumped into me <laughs> accidentally but i'm turning around real fast like what wait what like everybody's on edge you every time it. i get every time i get in the uber i scowl and say white like i'll be like you a motherfucking Trump supporter. Like I'm just, I'm on edge. And, um, <laughs> and God bless the whites in Chicago. Since you know, those of you, we real blue here. There's some pockets of ridiculous saltines. Uh, but for the most part, the whites here. As soon as you leave Chicago, like the suburbs. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm just talking about Chicago proper, like in the city. Yeah. They, they, they try to, they try to at least control themselves thinking that you from Inglewood. So they try to cover up thinking that they might you might be from North Lawndale or some shit. So they try to keep themselves in check. Yeah. Then they they um, possibly they might know like two black people. So they're not so Right. 
but but I have had three um, saltine American cab drivers tell me, well, you know, I'm so disgusted about what happened. I didn't vote for him. Like, they apologize. Like, dude, I just want to get to the address. I just want to get to the South Side, please. <laughs> I'm not worried about your feelings, motherfucker. Um, I'm not ready to have this conversation every time I talk. Ready. I don't want to talk to every time I talk to a Euro, a European Anglo Salty American. I don't want to talk about that motherfucker. I want to talk about Boris and Natasha. That's interesting that you mentioned that because I just remembered I left an audition. This white woman needed a, a ride. And I said, I give you a ride because she was talking about it's so hard for her to get a Uber and somebody kicked her out of a car, right? So I was like, she's like, is it inside of your way? I said a little bit, but I mean, I don't want to jump into traffic going on the South Side. So she started talking about the election. And she started going in about how she hates Trump and this and how she loved Obama. She started crying. Like, yes. really, like, you know how you talk about white tears? She was, like, really shaken. And then she was but, like, there's nice people in the world. I can't believe you gave me a ride. And I was like, it's okay. It's okay. Well, they're, they're well people are getting jumped. People getting jumped here in they Philly. Can't tell them, they can't tell them lies no more. They can't tell them lies about we all the same people and I don't see color. Right. They can't tell those lies about racism. It's just a few pockets of racism. This is well, why white people run around weeping and shit. Right. Well, it's also the first time, like, for white women, like, in such a to be behind a candidate and to lose. Like, no, they don't. They're not really good with losing. And then, and they also aren't really good with remembering. The true history of the suffrage movement, either, but we won't get into that because they keep, you know, no. making these mm-hmm. about it. No, no, no. White tear harvesters made millions of dollars this last week. I mean, like, people who were stars of white tears have stockpiled. I came outside oh, my house to like pick up the mail, and this woman was like, I'm like, good morning. She's like, it's not good. I've been crying all morning. I was like, wow. I, I mean, okay. You know, it was the day after the election. So I was like, well, the sun still rose in the sky. She was like, barely. Like, she couldn't even. She almost started to cry again. Mm. Oh, no. Because, I mean, at the mall. At the mall. Raise your hand if you were actually shocked about what happened. No, I wasn't. Nobody's on here. Nobody well, that's, black. Why, that's why Michelle. nobody black need you to wear no damn safety pins. Like I get it. Like what the fuck? I don't need that shit either. Like next, I mean, next time, like, don't wear no safety pin. In 2018, help us vote these motherfuckers out. Help I mean, because here in here, in, like yeah, because here in Philadelphia, well, I live in the middle of Kentucky. We don't have to go to the suburbs. We just gotta go to parts of Philly. South Philly people getting jumped. Northeast people getting jumped. You can't call the N word when you go step foot in northeast. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, people were crying and coming to me at my job in the mall, which I thought was interesting. And they said, well, "How do you feel?" I said, "Well, I was black on November 7th. <laughs> and um, and then I woke up and I was still black. I said, "But I'll tell you what gave me some joy. It's for a second. You almost know what it's like to be black because you're scared." You fucked up. You crying. You don't know what's going to happen. That's fucked up, isn't it? Okay. So now you know how. So hold on to that shit and see how long it lasts. And work with that. Okay. Work through your shit. Go, go, go. Pull out your cell phone. 
turn the camera towards you, take a picture, because this is uh, oppression. Take a picture. <laughs> right. And, and so, in so, case so you, you can get it in a couple of days, you know, because your privilege comes back, and you're like, right. oh, I, feel, I know Look what that feels picture. like. Look at that picture and remember that Look moment when you were when you were crying white tears and you were like, well, you know, what about my black students? And that's why I, I want to wear a safety pin. OK, I want you to stab somebody with that pin and somebody coming after me. I don't need you to wear it. I need you to use it as a weapon or something. <laughs> okay? Well, I, here, here's what I want to say. So as we move forward, I am going to get my FOID card. I am going to make sure that I have a gun license. I am going to get my concealed carry permit because we can do you, concealed carry here. And you I'm in the right state. I am going to have my motherfucking weapons. Period. End of discussion because we are at war. Because if it's like that, it's just like that. I encourage all black people to um, engage in your Second Amendment right that these saltine Americans are so fond of throwing up and get your weapons <laughs> and you get ready. Can you pass the petty please? Huh? I need you to pass the petty fours, please. Um, so, I think Kyla wants to go first. <laughs> no, I'm just hungry. Are we, are we having our tea? I'm Let already... me tell you something. No, no, no. <laughs> The, our petty force, we have our lightning round of bullshit. Um, I'm going to drop this in um, young Makayla's lap. So really? That she, yes. Is she still your favorite after she cut you off like that? You happy about that? Okay. Whoa, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Let's get it going. Mm -hmm. Let's instigate Right, this. come on. I mean, you know, that, I'm just wondering, you know, because if I had cut you well, off, I, I might yeah, not I'm have gotten such nice transition. Well, all, all I'm going to say is, all I'm going to say is that she is an eager student and she was oh, excited. Really? Really? Is that what and I she was just excited? Oh, I, I feel such colorism. I'm like the darkest person on the show. I feel like, I feel that. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Mm -hmm. I discriminate against uh, uh, cocoa butter too. Because you discriminate against and yourself. The and you the second lightest. <laughs> All y'all light. All y'all look yes. like the sun in the middle yes. of a goddamn dark day. Yes. Close but I eyes. had a dark mama. My mama was dark, so I feel like a dark girl. <laughs> I because because you because we being treated like such things oh, being mispronounced. No. You know, people getting grades ninety nine. You know, Michaela can say she can say, oh, uh, uh, can we pass it? Oh, we drinking tea. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Whatever. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you want to go first? Can you, can you move on? Because I'm I'm actually washing the blackboard right now, so. <laughs> I need you to just step aside. I'm just doing some extra chores around the classroom right now. If you could just. <sighs> All right. Come on, y'all, so we can get to it. Because everybody got to get this out. Fit. We got a lot of pit up. Come Ooh, on. We got, we got a lot. Okay. okay. I just want to give you some kudos. <laughs> I met with Senator Dick Durbin's son today. Okay. Um, and I love, I love. Dick Durbin. I think he's an amazing legislator. I think he's really intuitive. I think he's really plugged in. I think he is really accessible. I met his son today and I went a whole hour without saying I love Dick. Thank you. You, you are the wind beneath my wings. You are everything I ever dreamed about. Now she a song too? 
<laughs> she is. You are everything that I like to be. If I could fly higher than an eagle, <laughs> oh, would be I'm about to flatline on come the on. phone. Come on, oh. Coco Butter. Tell us what, mm. what's on your mind, what's on your bird, what's mm -hmm. on your soul, sis. What is on my soul? Ooh, besides all this you, hateration. Did I tell you about the, did I tell you about the, did y'all tell you about the queen that tried to read me and told me that I was, I was, had attitude because my wig was too tight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I know that shit happened two weeks ago, but I'm still mad. Because I wanted to tell you, you just mad, motherfucker, because you don't have this fabulous wig. It's not even a wig, it's a weave. You can't even read. You can't even. You so you so low on the totem pole. You just a little boy in a dress. He burned you so bad. What was that movie with, with, with Wesley Snipes? Fu Wang too. I love two. Um, uh, two long two. Long two. two. Yeah, long long long. Long. You just a little Latin boy in a dress. I would say you oh, just a little boy. Whoa. You don't even know the difference between a sew in and a wig. You I'm just. All you have to give that boy props because he burnt you so bad. You still. That was burnt. a good read, boo. That was a good like, read. Ooh, you like an STD. My wig is tight too. Oh, I wanted to get his little raggedy ass. But <laughs> you do kind of have hair that people buy. You do have hair. Did you, you just do. say I got the hair that people buy? Did you just say you that? You for real? Oh, oh. We yeah, don't. We don't. Really oh, it's on the crack. She Look, was giving you a 15, compliment. Three fifteen. Oh no, no. People pay top dollar for that hair. I would pay Listen, top dollar for that hair. Co Coco, okay. you know what? Coco, okay. you ain't got you ain't got no number four C. You ain't got no number four C. Pool. <laughs> yes, she I do. Number three C. Yes, I do. You you on the number two, Miss Blaze? <laughs> we taking it to the grass. I want to let you know next time I see you, boo boo. You better have your Vaseline. <laughs> you better have your Vaseline, cause we are white. It's gonna be too red, but there ain't no. Grass in Chicago. You were gonna fight on the south side, underneath the tree. Underneath you better have your on because I've been running from fights in second grade. I, you ain't gonna scratch my face. I need you to behave so tomorrow. I can Look win. at these two light skinned people. I see no, them. This is great. This is great. This is awesome. Dog people, dog people are calm. And easy. On, Look at on, that. But we don't on. get no type of props. We get relegated to the corner. Let you know, you people be trying these to throw two, us something. These two yeah. out here, they out here undermining the light skinned and right. Uh, don't, don't be trying to be on my side now. No, I'm just telling you what I see. Don't, Coco, don't threatening, throw people. Coco threatening this child. My, my baby running. <laughs> She like, yeah. Color. She's like, nobody gonna scratch the... my face. Wait, I can't hear you. What you say, Coke? I said, remember the guy that was sending in a request for an audition at Impact, and he said he was third generation light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, I'm so dumb. This... I forgot about that. Lord Jesus. This is why. This is why. This it's is gonna why be too crazy. Red bones fighting in the grass, fighting in the grass. <gasps> Okay, tomorrow, and then come on, give it to me. Give it to me quick. Give it to me quick. What you got, babe? I got this. Oh, you want this? You know, I want y'all to fight. Can y'all keep fighting? Because that was a great joy for me. That gave all dark skinned people great joy. Especially <laughs> me for me. I've been like, uh, uh, uh. no, no. These are my two little half minutes. Let me get them out. Oh, God. Before you say something. Okay. <laughs> 
I've been waiting that through. Uh-huh, I see. I see. Oh, I see. Oh, God. Oh gosh, she's not gonna fight. They still fight. They still fight. How y'all gonna fight over my stuff? That's what I'm saying. Light skinned people have no respect. Listen, (laughs) everybody, shush, shush, shush. Okay. I was attacked, and the dog didn't say matter. This is what I'm saying. Dealing with this is what you do. Sixth graders, ladies, ladies, go to your corners. Ladies and germs. I'm a victim. Ladies and germs. Oh, you feel threatened. Oh, you feel threatened? Oh, you feel threatened? Is that what you're saying? We are out of time. We are out of time. Let this be a a lesson to you light-skinned people. See what happens when y'all get together? Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. We are out of time. And (laughs) this had to happen today at the end of the show. You know why? Because you got to laugh. Keep from crying. You said Join us next week. Or a brand new installment of High Tea with Carla Stilwell. Can y'all hold yourselves together long enough to wish our listeners a good night? Come and on, right. Happy Thanksgiving. What you got to say? Who's going first? Nothing. I'm happy going first. I'm, I'm, I'm making okay. an apple pie and I'm making sweet potato pie. Yeah, I talked first because I didn't get to talk the last time. And I'm making oh. a turkey breast. And happy Thanksgiving to me and everybody else. And I hope. I took all y'all's minutes too, since y'all took all of mine. <clears throat> Oof, Coco, co- co- would you like I'm to? I'm making, um, I'm making stir-fried collard greens and dressing, and macaroni and cheese for the very first time because I'm the baby and I usually don't cook. And my sister is going to Minnesota to spend with her kids, and so I gotta cook. Yeah. Wow. No what you doing? Yeah, I'm not a turkey fan either. What you doing, uh, Makayla? I bring what I always bring, alcohol, and that's why people like me best. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. only cracking. It's only- so th- because I can only eat soft foods now for this Thanksgiving, I will, will be making my uh, famous risotto. And um, I will be smoking the smallest piece of salmon possible mm. um, for my Thanksgiving dinner. And I will be spending Thanksgiving alone by myself in the quiet. I ain't cooking for nobody. I'm just going to be recuperating. So um, let, let's take uh, one more round with our announcer to remind you of how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stillwell and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR High Tea. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thanks, announcer. So, have a merry Thanksgiving uh uh <laughs> what a gobble gobble 
download <laughs> new episodes of High Tea with Carlos Silva every Tuesday via iTunes and the Poppy Chulo Radio archives. New episodes stream via poppychuloradio.com every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. And I'm going to try to keep these uh, ladies in check until next week. Love you. Good night. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving!